Buckle up, friends, and welcome to the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. I'm your host, Deb, otherwise known as Mocktail Mom, a retired wine drinker that finally got sick and tired of spinning on life's broken record called Detox to Retox. Let this podcast be an encouragement to you if alcohol is maybe a form of self-care for you, where you find yourself dragging through the day waiting to pour another glass. I am excited to share with you the fun of discovering new things to drink when you aren't drinking and the joy of waking up each day without a hangover. It is an honor to serve as your sober fun guide. So sit back and relax or keep doing whatever it is you're doing. This show is produced for you with love from the great state of Kentucky. Thanks so much for being here and big time cheers. Hey friends, it's Deb. Welcome back to Thriving Alcohol Free. I'm having the best day ever recording some podcasts today and Izzy is in the house from Sobertopia. If you are not following her on Instagram, please do. We have been following each other for a long time. I've been following you for a long time. It's 2019, I think. 2019. All right. I'm so excited that you are here today. I love that you join me in the podcast. I know this is not something that you do very often. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I just, I love you. I love following you. You've been such an encouragement to me. And you host retreats, which is something everybody needs to know about. So we're going to talk about that. But I want to hear a little bit about your alcohol-free journey, about your Instagram page, what you love sharing. For those who are just listening, right behind Izzy is a number of alcohol-free options, the AF bubbles, the alcohol. Look at all the drink options. There's so many things to drink, right? And I drunk so much already. (laughs) You've had so much. And you just got a puppy yesterday, right? Yes. We're on a Monday, Monday. Monday. Okay. Okay. A brand new. So congratulations. Okay. Um, you're from Holland. You just got, you told me you just got your green card. That's huge. You live in San Francisco, which is called the city. I used to live there. I can't believe you live there. It's so beautiful. The city by the bay. It's gorgeous. Yes. We love it. Yes. I never wanted a dog in my life for the record ever. My daughter wanted one since she was born and she's 14 now, but everybody in San Francisco has a dog. So I had to cave in. That's so cute. What what area of the city are you? You're in the marina? Yes, marina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's like the most of nature around here. It's the nicest, nicest part of the city. Yes. And you see the Golden Gate Bridge probably when you, I don't know if you can see it from when you walk out your door, but it's right in that, yeah, that Alcatraz. area. You can see Alcatraz is opposite me. Really? Oh, that's so cool. Yes. Have you gone over there? Have you done the tour? I'm sure you yeah. have. You've done yes. everything. Intriguing. Intriguing. I liked it. Isn't it? It's so weird. I remember doing that tour and they put you in a cell. They close it, at least the, when I did the tour a hundred years ago. And yeah, it's like a very strange feeling. Yeah, it's creepy. Very creepy. Yeah, a prison door closed on you. Okay. Do you want to tell, can you tell everybody a little bit about your alcohol-free journey, how you got to this place of starting Sobertopia and hosting Sober Retreats? Of course. Yes. So I'm uh, like many of us, I think, started drinking uh, teenagery. I was 15, I think, when I was got drunk for the first time, just like at school parties. And I played field hockey. So field hockey parties were always quite wild, alcohol-wise. So yeah, 15 onwards, I started like binge drinking immediately. Like I loved it. I was like very shy. And after a few drinks, well, you know, loosen up, blah, blah, blah. So yes, I absolutely loved it. And I always went right till the end from the start. Um, no stop button in sight. But in the beginning, you're young. It doesn't really matter, does it? Everybody does it, blah, blah. All good. Yeah, I kept doing that until, I don't know, when I was a student, same thing. Uh, still binge drinking. I've only binged, by the way. I've never been like an at-home drinker. I was always drinking only when I was going out. But definitely more than a social drinker. I mean, I was a party binge drinker. 
Yeah. So kept going. Uh, and then in my starting 20s, maybe, it really kind of got me down. Got a bit of a depression. So I went into therapy for it. Out, what do you say? Out external therapy, like one session a week. Oh, uh huh. Uh huh. Like, yeah, outpatient or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yes. Did that for a year. Uh, also to look at my alcohol, but they just tried to kind of like uh, make me moderate. So it wasn't to stop drinking, but it was more to, I had to diary. I had to, f- when I was drinking, why I was drinking. I did that for a little bit and I was like, this is boring. I'm going to start drinking again. So that was only for a short while. Then and twenties, still the same. Uh, a lot of binging, holidays, but always too much, you know, like doing things that you kind of regret sometimes the next day. Things you would have never, ever done, like without alcohol. I don't want to go too deep into it, but I was quite not like that. I think it was more towards, uh, I was turning 30. And then when I was 30, I think 33, I moved from Holland to Spain. Uh, I was single. I didn't have any pets, no husbands, no chill, nothing. So I was like, yes, it's time for a new adventure. So I moved to Spain in 2006. Back then, this is 2006, eh? I already decided, ooh, new country, I have to be careful. I'm not going to drink a drop for the first three months I get there, just to make no mistakes. Oh, really? I want to hang out with the right people. I don't want to do anything stupid at my new job. So I, I didn't drink a drop for three months. Two weeks later, after my arrival there, I met my current husband, by the way. He was a drinker, but I wasn't at that time for three months. But after the three okay. months, we started okay. partying together again. So alcohol was back in my life. I, I love to play poker in casinos and stuff. So we played all night long and in poker clubs and drinking and smoking. And blah, blah. So that was all back in our life. Then a few years later, again, I got pregnant. We moved to Malta, wow. a little island near Italy. You lived in Malta, really? Yeah, for five years. The first five years of my daughter's life, we lived there. Wow. Wow. So that was very nice to live there. And it was, again, party, drinking, do 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 but yeah, it, it's it's still it didn't make me feel happy. It made me more and more depressed. The hangovers became worse and worse and worse. So I kept thinking I have to do something. And then uh, fast forward, otherwise I'll really talk forever. Moved back <laughs> to Spain in 2013, and then forwards to 2019, May 2019. I had a ginormous hangover, and I was like. <gasps> I can't do this anymore. And I stayed in bed the whole day, puking. I had a daughter, obviously. It was a horrible, horrible role modeling. So I was like, I have to stop. So that day, that was the 4th of May, 2019, I decided I'm not going to drink anymore. But I can drink in airplanes. Okay, it's weird. But I thought that's my only out because I've tried so many times to stop drinking. But if you tell me you can never drink again, I want to drink. So yep. I said, I can drink in airports and airplanes, and that's it. Okay. So I happily did that for two and a half years. I only drank on airplanes and in airports. So nothing at home or holiday or nothing ever, just in airplanes and airports. I was very happy doing that. And then until one day, which was the 16th of November, 2021, uh-huh. so two and a half years later, I flew back from Amsterdam to Spain. And I was walking to the champagne bar at Schiphol Airport, where I always had a few champagnes before I would go on the airplane to have more drinks. And I was like, no, I don't want it. Because I drank so much at the airports and airplanes that I almost had a hangover by the time we would land. And I felt wow. so sick. And I was like, I don't want it. So I had a coffee instead. And I never had another drink again after that. Really? It just, it was like, I'm just done. I'm yeah, done. It's just out of my system. 
So I drunk yeah. loads my whole life, then two and a half years only in airplanes, and then I was just done with it. Now I'm a happy non-drinker. Happy non-drinker. I'm the same way, Izzy. So happy. So happy. Yes. There's so much to be happy about. Yes. Why do you keep doing it, right? All the hangovers. You feel so sick and depressed and you think, I'm never drinking again and again and again and again. And you have no idea what it does to you whole, your whole, uh, how do you say how you... Yeah. Your whole well-being, your whole body. Yeah. Every year, your whole system is is being depleted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't realize it. But also it stops, it stops everything, your growth, your, your, you just go through life doing what you're doing. And now I think about everything and I, I don't know, I do new stuff and everything's mm. different and better and clearer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're actually experiencing life now as opposed to just going through it. You're just exactly. really experiencing it in a whole new way. So, okay. Being in the city. So you, you've been to Josh's. No, oh my gosh. Of course, art. Ocean Beach Cafe. Ocean Beach. I'm like, has the name of his place just escaped my mind, even though I know it totally. Yeah. So you've been there, you've been to Ocean Beach Cafe. How yes. fun. Multiple times. Yes, very fun. Very oh, fun. I'm so glad you've been there. Is that in the sunset? Is he in the sunset or the Richmond district? He is, uh, what is it called over there? Uh, is it the Richmond or the sunset? I can't. Well, it's he's called down Ocean by- Beach, like the beach itself. Is yeah, called- yeah. What the neighborhood Yeah. Was. yeah. I, I used to there. live on. Okay, I used to live on Lincoln Way, right across the street from Golden Gate Park. No way. Uh-huh. I was in the Sunset District. Okay, on the on the other side of the Presidio. Yes, on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah, I lived there in 1996 to 2000 and then moved to Southern California and then to Kentucky. Of all places, and then to Kentucky. Okay, um, but I, I, that's not what I talk, want to talk about today. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I just started asking, telling you where I lived in San Francisco. No one cares. I'm sorry. That's where I lived. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nobody nobody wants to know. Okay, so, but let's talk about your retreats that you do, that you host, which you're so sweet that you host these amazing retreats. Um, so you have one coming up in Spain. It's already sold out, right? That one's sold yeah. out. Is that right? Yes, I have one coming up in June in Spain, but that's sold out. And then I just released another one in California, Santa Margarita, which okay. is the 5th till the 9th of September this year. Okay. So at the retreats, what do people expect? What can people expect yes. when they come to so one of the retreats? It's kind of the same concept that I have. I started yeah. this, by the way, in 2021. So I had like six so far. I do like two a year, more or less. Uh, the whole idea, the concept is all the same. I rent a beautiful house. So I source them myself. I drive all around until I find the perfect house. I always try to change it up as well. Different houses, different places. So a beautiful house. I always rent a house. I book a beautiful, uh, really good chef. Uh, I work with the same one in Spain for the whole, all the years that I worked there. So I have to find a new one here in California, which is exciting. Uh, so beautiful catering, uh, super fun activities like zip lining, uh, Wim Hof ice bath workshop, yoga every day. Uh, what else? Workshops about variety, loads of chatting and laughing. There's always, yeah. a pool. It's always nice weather. So just like cocktails at the pool, non-alcoholic, just fun connecting. That's yeah. Connecting. Thank Do you. most words. Is it just for women? Is it men and women? It's only women for that. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah, no, uh, my membership is only women. Yes, I love men. I'm married to a guy. Nothing wrong yes, with yeah, nothing right. wrong with our men. But <laughs> yes, yes. But um, but it's at the same time, it's nice. It's just everything's open and close, closer. Like it's just yes, it's just a different. Yeah, nothing against the guys, but yes, there's a different vibe. Okay, so do people come normally and they don't know anybody else and they're getting to know other people, or they come like people come like groups come together, or how does it normally no, work? Almost, I think ninety five percent of my guests come alone to uh-huh. meet. That's the main thing, yeah. like connect with new people. 
And nice. I also have, this is really nice actually, at every retreat, well, almost every retreat so far, I had a mother and daughter as well. Oh, really? Yes. One time a really nice Dutch lady with her 16-year-old girl. Normally it's 21 and up the age, but, yeah. you know, mother, daughter, 16 is perfect. And then last year I had a really nice lady, 63, and then the daughter was 35, also really wow. nice. Wow, wow. I wish I had been able, I was trying to make it happen to come to one of your Spain retreats and it, yeah. I just, yeah. Maybe in uh, San Francisco or maybe in California one day. I know. Okay. So can you say about how many people will be, you're hoping to have at the one in California? It's uh, between nine and 12 people. Okay. So it's a All nice size. Small. Yeah. I like it. It's mm-hmm. like cozy. Like, uh, so if you have a group talk or you're sitting eating, t- it's just like, if it's like 15 or more, it becomes a bit like unpersonal almost. And nine, 10, I really like that. That's size of groups. I, I love that. People. Yeah. Yeah. You can really get to know, really get to know people. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. And is that your background is running retreats or doing events? Is that, is that no, kind no, of the space all, that you come actually, from? No, it's really? more like, um, so in, when I stopped drinking in 2019, well, except airplanes. Yeah. I started, <laughs> I started my website as well. And uh, my Sobertopia retreats, uh, sorry, my Sobertopia Instagram account. Yeah. Okay. I had an Instagram account and a website in the beginning. And uh, I loved it immediately from the start. Like Instagram is amazing, right? I mean, I met all my sober friends, sober buddies. I met them all on, on, on the line. Isn't it funny? Isn't it like, the, oh, it's so fun, isn't it? Yes. You learn, you get to learn so many people and places and activities and things. It's, it's just amazing. So, and then it was a uh, lockdown. When it, what was that? It was 2020, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, and I met, and I was super active at that time. And it, I met so many people online, but I was like, this is awesome. But I also really want to meet people in real life. And back then there weren't a whole lot of uh, retreats, sober retreats, sober holidays. It wasn't really a thing back then yet, I think. There was one other company in the UK that did it as well, but for the okay. rest of the country. So I thought, what to do? Well, I want to go to, a ret- I'm just going to make whatever I want to go to, you know? So I kind of thought, I-, I-, I want a nice house. I like kind of luxury. I like food to come to me. I don't like to cook or whatever. I like <laughs> I love that. <laughs> all that. So I'm just going to do my personal dream retreat. I'm going to create myself. <laughs> so I that's why that. I yeah, make it what you're like, what's missing in the world. You know what, if you're wanting it, then obviously, then definitely other people are wanting it too, for sure. You're not the only one. Yeah. No, it was really cool. It was my first retreat in Spain. That was in 21, I think. There were uh, five ladies from the US. They came all the way from the US to visit. And it was so like, there were people oh. from this Naked Mind coach was there. Oh, and, uh, really? Yeah. It was cool. Really? Oh my gosh, that's incredible. That's incredible. Okay, I'm so excited to see who comes to the California one. That's very exciting. Okay, as you guys know, I love Geese and 0% Wines. Their Sauvignon Blanc is my go-to on a regular basis, but they recently launched a delicious Sparkling Brut 0%, which is quickly becoming a fan favorite. I am so proud to have Geeson as the exclusive non-alcoholic wine sponsor of the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. Geeson 0% Wines are created through the magic of advanced spinning cone technology to remove the alcohol from their full-leaded wines. The award-winning winemaker Duncan Schuler and his team have done wonders in Marlboro, New Zealand by creating an entire family of 0% wines with all the flavor and deliciousness you expect from traditional, quote, full-leaded wine. Their non-alcoholic wines maintain the aroma and the body to create a low-calorie wine that never contains more than 0.5 ABV. Globally available, look for Geeson 0% wines wherever you shop for your non-alcoholic options. Their family of alcohol-free wines include the most 
effervescent member of the family, the sparkling brut 0%, which is absolutely delicious for any celebration. My personal favorite, although I do love them all, is the Sauvignon Blanc coming in at only 100 calories for the entire bottle. And not to be missed, the other members of their 0% family, the Riesling, the Premium Red Blend, the Rosé, the Pinot Gris. With Gieson 0% wines, there's a de-alcoholized wine for everyone and every occasion. Give Gieson a try and let me know how much you love it. And if you want to meet their winemaker, go back to episode 33 of the podcast where Duncan Schuler joined me to share about the Gieson story. Okay. All right. So let's tell everybody, can you tell everybody a little bit about your Instagram and reviewing the dry bubbles and what you like to share? Because you, you share such fun stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I started my blog uh, and the Instagram account purely based on non-alcoholic drinks to start with. My bubbly pop was my name originally. I changed it into Sobertopia at some point. Oh, but yeah. Mainly my bubbly pop because I'm obsessed with bubbles. I, champagne was my favorite thing. And now non-alcoholic bubbles are my favorite thing. And I'm so happy that there's so many good ones. Yes, there's so many good ones now, right? Crazy. It's crazy. But in the beginning, in 2019, when I started the blog and the website and the Instagram, there weren't that many bubbles yet, So, but more spirits. It started well with spirits. Uh, Liars was the first one I tried and always loved. I mean, Liars is so good, isn't it? Yep. Agree. Bubbles as well, Classico. Their Classico is delicious. And I love that it's available in cans too. Really yeah, nice. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And the Amalfi in the can is also really nice. Yes. Yep. 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 And the pink rosé. <laughs> so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that was the first one I tried. And then after that, more and more came. Eh? And then at some point, uh, the bubbles came as well. Or they started, I think, with alcohol-free wine. They didn't really have good ones. But then they started, oh, the first one, bubble, naughty, from the UK. Oh. Mm-hmm. So good. That was amazing. First, I had the white one and then the pink one. And now the pink one is one of my favorites. Is that what you're drinking right now? The pink one? No, that was uh, Liars, Gin and Tonic. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, but Naughty, yeah, that was the first really nice one that I tried in, uh, in from England that was. And That's then really anyway, good. It became my mission to try all the non-alcoholic bubbles in the world. And we're getting there. I tried over 50 different ones now. I have a page on, on them, all with little reviews and stuff, but I need to update it because I've tried so many more. I need to add them still to the page, but I just love to try everything. Where, okay, where can people find the page? I want to make sure we put it in the show notes. Let's do Sobertopia.life. Sobertopia.life. And they can find the reviews there. I love yes. that. Do you, you follow Sarah Kate up in um, Some Good Clean Fun in Canada? She does a lot of reviews of the wines and stuff. Oh. Her Instagram is Some Good Clean Fun. Oh, but I think that's too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She likes to review um, a lot of the wines and stuff. So I don't know. Just a oh, little nice. bit. Check it out. Follow yes. along. Sorry, Izzy. Yes, <laughs> Somebody I think you might like. Yeah. I think the yes, two of you would get along. Oh, that's what we're here for. Connecting. <laughs> Connecting's everything, right? Yes. Okay. So how many you said you've reviewed? 50? Yeah. I must have over 50 now by now. Yes. But I think there's 35 or 40 on my website now. I need to add the last ones I tried. French Bloom, so good. Mm. Oh, very good. French Bloom is very good. Okay, do I dare ask you, like, some of your, should I ask, I mean, how about some of your favorites? Bubbles, you mean? Uh, alcohol yes, bubbles? yes. What's yes. your favorites? Uh, absolutely uh, Naughty, the pink one. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, Copenhagen Sparkling Tea. Okay. That's no, I don't think so I've had good. that. It was the first sparkling tea, I think, that came on the market. And okay. they have two, uh, Lisa Roth and Blah. They are from uh, Copenhagen, obviously. Copenhagen sparkling tea, yes. And they are so good. They, they sell them in America as well now, I think. I really like the Classico from Liars. I love French Bloom. Delicious. Another really good one, Wild Idol. 
Have you heard of that one? I tried this in the UK, I think. I don't think I've had that one. No. It's really nice as well. Those five are my favorites, I think. Okay. And how about in a can? What are your favorites in a can? Yeah, I don't know. I love the ready to drinks or just like. Oh, you mean like like cocktails and things? Little RTDs. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, switch gears to some RTDs. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. For bitter and worse, I really like. So good. Yep. Spritz, mainly. That's a really nice one. Uh, The Amalfi from Liars, I really like. Mingle. I love Mingle. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, I can't wait to test them. I haven't tried them yet. Very good. I'm trying to think. uh, Is it the Cosmo? The Cosmo that we like? I can't remember. There's my daughter, Lily, has like the, she's like, oh, this is the one we like the best. <laughs> I think it's the purplish one. And now I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's next to, it's like, is it one, the one on the very end there? What's that called? Uh, cranberry Cosmo? That's okay. Yeah, I was like Cosmo. Yes, that one is so good. Okay, so nice. Good. Yes, very nice. Okay, I'll be curious to see. Yeah, hear what you think. Yeah, they're very good. I, lo- I like anything in a can. I love the cans. Yes, I absolutely love the cans. Yeah, it's easier. Oh, you know what I also like? I love gin and tonics. Anyway, that's one of my favorite, super simple and one of my favorite drinks, any gin tonics. Uh, the one from um, Tanqueray is so good. Have you tried it? I have not tried it. It's like really? Bottle, I don't think they have ready to drink, but just the normal Tanqueray, zero, zero, really good. And also the, what is the other famous name? It's a well-known. Does it start with a D? I can hear Rich Loud right now, probably yelling out the name of it while he's listening to this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Rich, I don't remember anything. You should come on as my co-host. <laughs> you can help me remember oh, all the names. He knows everything, doesn't he? He, he does. Everywhere. He knows everything. I know. And we all love him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like, have you tried uh, H2O Sonoma Soft Seltzer? No, that's on my list. I need to try. It's from there. Okay, yeah, I think. I think they're only, well, you can either go there, right? The winery, I think, but they're available on Amazon. I don't love the can itself because it's a larger can. It kind of feels like a like a Heineken can. Like it feels to me like a beer can, but I love what's inside of it, you know? So, but like, I just, I wish it was like in a smaller, I don't know, more feminine kind of can or something, yeah. you know, a little lighter can. But um, I do love what's in it. And I love there's a lot in there because it's a big can, but um, it's I like a- What's this called again? H? H2O Sonoma Soft Seltzer. It's available on Amazon. I think that's the only way he sells it right now. But they are in California. It's a winery. I love their... Yeah, I need to visit them. I'm right here. Am I not? Wine Spritz. It's a wine spritz. Yeah, so maybe when you're up in wine country, if you go there, mm-hmm, really yes, good. another one. I'm just thinking about it now. Uh, California talking. Uh, free Spirits is uh, uh-huh. also... It's like a, a range of non-alcoholic uh, spirits. It's also yep. really nice. They're nearby. They're like 25 minutes from me, like in Mill Valley. Oh, are they really? Their tequila is so good. Really nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're just over the bridge from you. Yeah. Super. Naked Lady is here in Louisville. I need to get connected with her and um, and meet up with Naked Lady. They're excellent. There's so many companies now. It's it's crazy how many companies there are. Okay, so we're as when we're recording this, we're recording this at the very end of dry January. Our episodes get this episode will come out in February. But um, what has been your favorite part of dry January 2024? Have you had a have you had a good dry January? Oh my god, I had an amazing dry January. <laughs> oh, I love good. the drinking. So it's for me, it's not very different. But for me, it was a very yeah. exciting uh, January because I did a lot of things. I got my green cards. I got Yay. a pop. 
And I did uh, 31 days of no snacking, which was really hard. I almost did it the whole month. I was really good. So normally I eat a big family bag of crisps, like maybe three, four times a week, chocolate every <laughs> night, like unlimited. Everything needs to go in there. Everything I buy goes in. It's just like, oh. So I was like gaining weight. And I was like, I'm in my menopause. So I'm gaining literally weight on the waist. And I'm like, I have to stop. So I did one month. And well, it's completely out of my system. So after dinner, I do all that eating, did all that eating. I haven't done it for a month. I don't even think about snacking anymore after dinner. It's bizarre really? how quickly that goes. Really? And now I'm scared because tomorrow is the 1st of February and I can eat whatever I want again. So I'm like, oh, what shall I do? Just maybe just eat snacks on planes in an airport. <laughs> Just do oh your do your sober so do your sober <laughs> method for your snacks, and then when you travel back to Spain for your retreat, you can eat you can snack. Okay, so have you had results? Have you like noticed a I difference? Feel in a your- lot better. Yes, mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. I've haven't. I think I lost only two kilos or whatever. I think that's uh-huh. I think it's not a loss, but yeah, yeah, I feel better. Yes, I feel a you bit feel uh, more. Uh, yeah, instead of a little lighter. Yeah, good, yeah, good, a little lighter. Yes. January was a big big month. Yes. I'm so glad you have a puppy, a green card, you have an amazing retreat coming up and then you have one coming in California. So I want to make sure everybody knows where to find you. Sobertopia on Instagram. And then your website is sobertopia.life, L-I-F-E. And then you have also your um, reviews of your, the bubbles, all bubbles. So Izzy, thank you for doing this today. I know this is, you know, it's not easy always to come up. It's you know, different to come on a podcast. Yes. It's out of my comfort zone to speak on the screen, but it was such a pleasure to meet you. I want to meet you in real life. I would love to, I would really love to. And I just love the idea of a smaller retreat, a more intimate retreat. And I love to be served. So to go somewhere where there's good food, somebody's cooking. Yeah. And a nice cocktails, food. Last. I know. I, I just met up with for lunch last week with a friend and, you know, we we're kind of like, I mean, we we're just gonna have a like casual lunch or whatever. It's like, where should we meet? You know, oh, Chipotle or wherever. I was like, let's go to a restaurant where we sit down. They actually serve us. And that sounds so silly, but I'm like, how lazy am I that I like don't even want to stand in line at the chick at the, you know, Chipotle counter. I'm like, I want someone, to just, Nowadays, I want someone to just come serve me. I want you to, the, yeah. In restaurants, yeah. no, 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 no. We want to be served. I want to be yeah. served. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. I was like, I was just in the mood for someone just to serve. So yes. Izzy, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your time and just um, the opportunity to just meet you. And thank you for your your generosity to me. I cannot wait to someday I'm going to be signing up one of these days for one of your retreats. So Yay, it would be so fun. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. Big time cheers to you for tuning in to the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. I hope you will take something from today's episode and make one small change that will help you to thrive and have fun in life without alcohol. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social, send up a flare, or leave a rating and a review. I am cheering for you as you discover the world of non-alcoholic drinks and as you journey towards authentic freedom. See you in the next episode.